What is something your teacher did that really wrecked your school experience? In GCSE English, he taught us the wrong novel for almost the entire term. We had read this book over and over, answered essays and remembered and studied every significant narrative meaning. Apparently, none of the faculty heads had checked up on him until about six weeks before our exams, when they realized all our work was on a book not even on the syllabus, and all our time was effectively wasted. So to rectify, we lost all of our PE sessions, had to stay late after school three days a week, and spend three out of five lunch breaks cram-learning the actual book with another teacher. Safe to say, our class wasn't happy at all, and most parents complained about it as it could affect our ability to pass the exams. Oh my god, this sounds just like my GCSE history class. Teacher went off sick for almost all the school year and only left one note for the supplies, which was to read and copy out a single page in the textbook. So for five months, we had multiple different substitute teachers writing out the same page. Eventually, we got a college lecturer to help us out, but we had to miss our PE lessons and catch up on history. And we had to come into school during the summer holidays to be taught by private tutors. We pretty much all failed. Head teacher of my high school tried to expel me for having an epileptic seizure in front of him, said I was a danger and a distraction to other pupils and was disrupting his school. I ended up being kept out of school for two months while my parents fought my case. In that time, almost all of the rest of the teaching staff, who were furious with this decision, kept me supplied with work and even one-to-one tutoring when needed. This was in a rural area where the next nearest school was 40 miles away, so we had no other school choice. Happy ending, I finished the year with the top grades in my exams. The head teacher had to present me with a prize in front of the whole school. While he was shaking my hand and saying a very forced, well done, I replied, no thanks to you. The applause etc covered it so no one else heard me, but he for sure did. My brother was finding his balance of medication while in high school and would have a seizure every so often in class. That by itself is embarrassing. Why the heck would somebody make it that much more difficult for you? I'm sorry, friend. People suck. I can't believe that someone who runs a school and is presumably regularly attending programs to update his skill set and hears about current events in education could react so crappily to the existence of a student with a somewhat common condition. Appalling. 40 degree weather, Celsius, in outback Australia, and she wouldn't turn the aircon on in class, even though it worked. Her reason was that when she was young, she didn't have aircon and she survived. Yeah, nah, all the students hated her. Mine was the reverse, middle of winter up in the Blue Mountains. B-word wouldn't even turn the heater on in the mornings because she grew up without heated classrooms. And it's like, yeah, but you guys were also allowed to wear giant frickin' coats, weren't you? Where didn't they have heated classrooms? There's a schoolhouse by me built in the 1850s and they have a wood stove in the front. At university, my professor didn't tell us the time of our examination, despite numerous emails from 20-odd students as well as the head professor of the course. This exam could have been any time from 9am to 5pm and I lived 90 minutes from campus and I relied on crap public transport to get into uni. It got to 9pm the day before the exam, no one knew when the exam would be and if we missed it we would fail the whole module. So I took the train to the city where my uni is, booked a cheap, crappy hotel room for the night just to make sure I was there on time. We all took the exam at 12pm, after getting an email an hour before the exam was being held, so I wouldn't have made it in time if I'd stayed at home. Worst part was that no one cared, not the professor, the course lead, or the head of our school. They just left 30 students in the lurch, allowing them to potentially fail the exam and therefore the module. In my second semester of my first year of law school, everyone in my class, 80 plus people, had to take a research class. 
This class was taught by four different law librarians but followed the same syllabus. It was also worth one credit. These librarians ran the class as if it was three credits. We had to read, conduct legal research, write two memos throughout the semester when we had five other classes, all within the two to four credit range. Plus one specific class that was notoriously difficult. Anyway, halfway through the semester, my class gets teed off at the workload to credit ratio and someone starts a petition to reduce the number of assignments and or change the grading for the class from a letter grade to a pass or fail. Almost the entire class signs, there are a few holdouts. The student who started the petition delivers it to the librarians. The librarians remove one or two assignments, but otherwise disregard the petition. Those who signed all awkwardly suffered through the rest of the semester. It's so annoying to only get one credit for a big class. Once a teacher said about a one-credit class, Actually, this class should have more credits, but there weren't any left when dividing the credits. It also happens that classes have zero credits and you're still supposed, scheduled, to pass them. It's weird how the credits are divided. A study year is worth 60 credits, then the credits are just divided somehow over all the classes no matter how many classes and how much workload there is. The weirdest thing that happened was when my major shared a common subject with a different major. We had different but overlapping majors, this was one of the overlapping subjects. Because the other majors had less subjects total, this subject was worth more credits to them than my major, because we all had to get 60 credits in a year, no matter the amount of subjects and the workload. Forced us to make a donation to charity. When I didn't bring anything in, I got a demerit. Had to argue that not everyone has the ability to give something away. She then told me off for backchatting in front of the class. Everyone was like, what the frick? My god, you just gave me a flashback, I remember. I had a teacher. She never actually taught me. I don't even know what her position at the school was. She yelled at me for not bringing in canned foods for the food drive. She said I was lazy and not thinking of those less fortunate. She even took my agenda out of my desk and wrote it in my daily calendar to bring food. Like, sorry, I can't bring in food I don't have, B-word. Joke's on her, though. I never used that agenda anyways, and I still didn't bring stuff in. My work sent me on a three-day advanced Adobe Illustrator course last April in London. Just before the exam, the tutor said, Oh, by the way, there may be a few questions on this exam that we haven't talked about. Just do your best. What the actual frick, my work's just paid a thousand pounds for this. His response was that he can't be expected to teach everything. There was about six students in the class and we were all pretty teed off. Can't be expected to teach everything. Yes, he is. It's his job. Make everyone come to college from 10am till 11.30 to hold presentations. Be 45 minutes late. Not tell students they aren't allowed to see each other's student presentations and thus make them be at school at 10am without reason. Somehow take up three times the amount of allocated time per presentation group. Finish at 18 instead of 11.30. Let most of the students fail or just barely pass. In that particular order. She didn't believe in field trips because she said that kids would have too much fun, and learning isn't supposed to be fun. However, the entire grade would take the trip, so she was required to take us. She would make us all sit in a common area of the zoo, museum, etc., and she would hold classroom lessons. It was so upsetting to hear about all the cool things the other kids got to see while we had class. The fact that I still remember things I learned on fun field trips compared to the countless times I was in classrooms says a lot. He would act like he was enlightened and say stuff like, Video games rot your brain. All your free time should be spent on education, as that is all that matters. But then during the lessons, he would go completely off topic and start talking about random crap. Apparently, he's making a board game that could compete with chess because he's just that brilliant.
screamed at the class because he assumed that an intermittent beeping sound that occurred throughout the lecture was somebody receiving texts. It was the projector that he was using, alerting him to the fact that it was overheating. Dumb idiot. That's almost as good as the time a substitute tried to confiscate a student's phone when it beeped. It was a diabetes monitor attached to the student's body. My friend with an insulin pump was sent to the office by the security guard because she refused to take off her pager. Cell phones weren't really a thing until my senior year or so. He called her a liar when she said it was a medical device. Principal was pretty unhappy with that one. When you combine crappy teachers and people who don't understand how technology works, you get a real Venn diagram for unfair punishment, I suppose. I had a college professor who was teaching a history course to a bunch of education majors in their junior year. She would ask us questions all the time about things she hadn't yet lectured on, and then pull the, Really? No one knows the answer to this? Well, I guess we'll just wait for someone to answer. We were all education majors. We knew that trick. We waited her out every single time. She always broke first. For those wondering, what's the trick? This was a poorly executed attempt at using the Socratic method. It's better to have students arrive at an answer themselves than it is to tell them. However, you have to first create an environment of trust and respect so that students are comfortable enough to risk a wrong answer. And you have to be willing to provide a bit of scaffolding should no one know. The professor did neither of those things. Our French teacher held a five-minute detention for the entire class because we waited outside the classroom for her to let us in. You know, like polite kids do. She claimed we were wasting her time and sent a detention note home to all the parents. Better still, on result days, she said, Wow, I didn't expect you to get an A. During English-controlled assessments, she would play whale noises in the background to help us focus. Class, to help you focus, I've put on calming whale noises. Whale mating video starts playing. Isn't that better? We were about 10 or 11 years old. It was the last period of the day and the music teacher was subbing our science class. He was sitting on the computer and we were all getting on with work. Toward the end of the day, our homeroom teacher comes into the classroom and exclaims, It's the end of the day, why are you not all packed up? To which the music teacher replied, I told them and they refused to. Um, excuse you? He hadn't said a thing to us so we all protested. Even so, our homeroom teacher told us off for being disobedient as the music teacher slithered out of the room and we had to stay ten minutes late as punishment. Lying snake. Well, why was not packing up such a problem? Honestly, I have no clue. The homeroom teacher had a tendency to get funny about random things, but generally she was really nice and one of our favorite teachers. She's a family friend and now that I'm older, I know she's an alcoholic and had problems with her marriage then. I would guess that it has something to do with that. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. Two words. Collective punishment. If you're an educator and you want your whole class to instantly hate you, this is how you do it. Another thing I remembered, we had to go to a nearby sports field for PE, which was about a 10-minute walk from the school. We only had a 5-minute gap between lessons. No matter how many times we explained we had PE, some teachers would always kick up a fuss if we were late to the lesson after PE. It also led to students missing the school bus if you had PE as the last session of the day. I'm pretty sure some parents complained because they started ending PE lessons 5-10 to minutes earlier. I think collective punishment is supposed to make the whole class hate the one student who was acting out. In reality, obviously, it's the teacher who comes off as the bad guy. How ironic. 
The class was doing a project on criminal justice and held a mock trial. My friend got assigned to play the role of a victim of inappropriate behavior from an adult. In real life, she had actually been the victim of this kind of behavior. She felt it would be too emotionally draining and tried to get out of the part. The teacher wanted an explanation, but my friend kept saying it was very personal. This went back and forth a few times over the next two days and it was just not clicking in the teacher's head. Finally, he lost his patience and yelled out, You're holding up this whole project for everyone. Why the heck is this so difficult for you? With the whole class paying attention, she admitted the reason why. She had had this kind of thing happen to her before in real life, and she went to go cry. They changed the topic of the project after that, but the class never really looked at the teacher the same way again. Not just the class, but the whole school. She got a bunch of teachers fired because of petty office politics, and those teachers were older and more beloved than her. Gave a C to an 85% test because she gives grades relative to the average performance of a student. My siblings once got an F for making a single mistake on the entire test. The reasoning was that it was a bonus grade anyway. Sounds like my friend that got downgraded from an A to a B because he used pain instead of sores. No other mistake than that. Our teacher in that class was second to the most hated, only because he wasn't as much of a C-word as the first. This happened in my class as well. In English class, English as a second language, a classmate used perhaps, but he was downgraded since that wasn't a word we'd learned yet. He should have used maybe. Demoting his grade for learning ahead. Always an excellent plan to promote learning. You know, after reading that, I'll thank my lucky stars for always having dedicated and involved teachers who rewarded students for going the extra mile rather than bringing our grades down for it. You would assume that was a thing you wouldn't have to be thankful for. Teacher spent weeks teaching us the Schindlever method of learning about natural science instead of teaching from the book. On test day, he gave us the test that came with the teacher's version of the book, so it never even covered the info on the test. We all scored poorly, but learned to ignore him in class and study the book on our own. Google isn't telling me about this Schindlever method. What is it? His name was Mr. Schindlever, and his method was to teach us the things he remembered from college about natural science, none of which was covered in our ninth grade textbooks. Oh my god, how did he get the job? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Asilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. My German teacher would make you retake spelling tests until you got 100%. Once you did, you could sit and do whatever you like until the whole class got 100%. This caused a lot of pressure on everyone, as he used to belittle the students who didn't pass first or the second time. If you were the only one left, he would stand over you and watch you struggle. One test day, I decided to bunk off and got caught. I burst into tears and explained how horrible this teacher was and that I'm never going back into his class. I was moved into a higher set German class with an amazing teacher and my German improved. When I was a sophomore in high school, there was a shooting at an elementary school in my town. I'm sure you could figure out which one. And we went into lockdown. My math teacher proceeded to hand out the test we were supposed to take that day and told us to have it done by the end of the lockdown drill. No matter how many students complained or tried to tell her what was going on at the school, she remained adamant that it was just a drill even when they started reporting death counts. None of us looked at her the same afterwards. Holy crap, this is the worst one in this thread. This was second year or 12th grade in school. My teacher, unable to manage 20 of these rowdy kids, is pretty enraged by the end of the class. She has a thing about counting every piece of equipment after class and she begins counting the newton meters. Now, if you don't know what these are, these are literally a metal spring with plastic around it that measures how much a thing weighs. This teacher counted 19 when there was definitely 20. She holds us back for lunch. She brings the faculty head in and we get a bollocking from her. Cannot steal from the school, unjust, yada yada yada. If we were rowdy before, we're raging now and she requests the least well-behaved kids open their bags. Of course, these kids are protesting, but the teacher offers detention if they don't comply. So after rummaging through a bunch of pubescent kids' bags and finding nothing, she finally goes back to her desk to find the Newton meter sitting behind her world's best teacher mug. Look on her face, priceless. I would pay to watch look on her face. The fact that she found it behind her world's best teacher mug is even more hilarious. That mug was probably retired from duty. Pretty standard teacher stuff, keeping the whole class in at lunch for something one person had done. It was the fact that the school had a very clear behavior and punishment policy that teachers and pupils alike understood that teed us off because she blatantly broke it just to prove a point. To explain, someone's phone went off in class. At that school, at that time, that meant having your phone taken off you and getting it back at the end of the day. Fair do. The someone whose phone it was, however, refused to admit that it was them. This teed the class off to begin with. Then the teacher said that we'd all have to come back at lunch. The lesson was after break, so we had another lesson before lunch, if I recall correctly. And if we didn't, 
We'd have an hour's detention after school. Being a goody-goody, I didn't want an hour's detention on my record, so I turned up, but did at least start eating my packaged lunch and dared her to tell me not to. I'd like to know if she ever chased up the people who didn't turn up. This maths teacher had a reputation for being a real brute and gave a lot of spontaneous tests. He played up one specific revision test, which was right before midterm or final, I think, as being a really big deal where the result would reflect whether you have any potential in the subject and the usual dramatic spiel. After we did them, he went on holiday and took the tests with him to correct. Mother Fricker forgot to bring them back and nobody ever got their result. Another bonus, this same teacher had a double period, before a double period of gym, and sometimes ten minutes before the bell goes, he'd just say, We haven't covered enough, so instead of gym, you'll just have to do double maths now. She ended up leaving for her vacation earlier than she'd thought, so her final projects needed to be done three days early. Not a big deal if she hadn't told us on two days' notice. I don't get how teachers get away with this crap. We had our teachers change the exam topic. I took graphic design as a GCSE. My practice exam was an A grade. They then changed the exam to resistant materials with about two weeks notice. I ended up with a C grade in my GCSE. Only one person got to do the exam we studied for because their mother went ballistic. Our religious studies exam teacher taught us the syllabus for the wrong exam board, so we had to go to school for three days during the Easter holidays to learn an entire new syllabus. Numerous times they failed students at an exam, then publicly admitted that passing 40-50% to of students that took the exam would be too much. And that's considered normal behavior. I absolutely hate this. There was this teacher at my old university who just so happens to be the father of one of my closest friends. I was very confused in the beginning when everyone hated him because to me he seemed like a nice guy. I find out later he takes pride in failing his students and will actively fail anyone he feels isn't interested or putting in enough effort. One of my favorite professors said it best. If half your students fail your class, you've failed as an educator for half those students. Got caught on my phone in class, took it away and put it in her drawer and managed to lose it. Everyone gets searched apart from her, and she was a supply teacher. I think it was some girl in my class. I got my 3DS taken away, and when I got it back, the admin at the front desk said they played it and ruined whatever I was doing. I was rightly teed off, but I didn't want to get into any more trouble. Mine turned off the AC to punish the people passing notes. She yelled at my friend for missing so much class. He was obviously at chemo. He looked like it, the whole school knew, including faculty, and he said, I have cancer, and walked out. He sadly passed away three months later of leukemia. He wouldn't let the class go until everyone rolled some dice, and if you got six on any of the two dice, you could leave. I got so many tardy slips and calls home because of him. What was the reasoning? To create more timelines? A gambling addiction, probably. Math teacher. Class, it's test time. But professor, you said yesterday that today we wouldn't have to take a test. Correct. You will not take a test. You'll take two one-hour tests in a single hour. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. Or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.